I'm Gabby Hi, I'm Emily Fennigan. Hi, it's Keith Bradshaw. Hi, this is Holly Evans. And I'm Ben Hook. In conjunction with Sport SA and the Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation, this is Hooked on Sport. Hi there and welcome back to Hooked on Sport. We're up to episode number 24 and if you're like me, still attempting to play sport on the wrong side of 40, then this episode is a must listen for you. Today I chat to Anthony Telfer who heads up veterans cricket in South Australia. Nationally, veterans cricket boasts over 50s, over 60s and over 70s competitions. Telfer runs the over 50s in South Australia, which currently operates with five teams, but is set to undergo a significant expansion plan. And veterans cricket is a pointer to a significant growth for a broad range of competitive sports. Anthony Telfer joins me next. Hi, this is Maeve Plew from the Australian Cycling Team, and you're listening to Hooked on Sport. Anthony Telfer, welcome to Hooked on Sport. Fantastic to be here, Hooky. Anthony, I'm 47 years of age. Do I have three <laughs> years to wait before I'm going to get recruited to one of your five over 50s teams? No, look, we can we can wait 12 months. In fact, you could come and do some umpiring or scoring just to, to meet the guys. You'll have an absolute ball, though. <laughs> Most of your players, guys, I guess of just slightly older vintage than me who have played cricket right throughout their lives and just can't sort of shake the bug. No, no. Look, we're we're all um, desperate cricketers that just love the game and and just want to keep playing for as long as we can. And and obviously, uh, I fall into the category of the over fifties, but there's sixties and seventies. And and I I've come across a guy who's eighty three or eighty four years old still playing the game up in New South Wales. So <laughs> um, one, once a cricketer, always a cricketer. I think. I cannot argue with you. Let's go back a couple of months. Obviously, cricket's not front of mind at the moment, but how did uh, your over-50 season end in relation to COVID-19? We were we were lucky. We finished the weekend before um, everything got shut down. So everyone can remember all grand finals were being postponed and cancelled. We were lucky enough to play out at Gaza. And um, so the Hills Flurio team snuck into the grand final. Um, East and University both played each other in the last home and away and East were defeated uh, by uni uh, which means East went from first to third and Hills Flurio went into second spot and so the grand final was between Adelaide University and the Hills Flurio team and uh, a fantastic game. Uh, the Hills Flurio team bowled University out for about 117 and chased them down with uh, only losing five wickets but Hills it was their third year in the competition so they're now premiers for 2019-20 season. So, and you managed to get everything polished off, full yes. stops, eyes dotted, T's crossed uh, before everything shut down. Yeah, we, we were very lucky. Um, uh, look, if it had been the following weekend, we wouldn't have played, and uh, Adelaide Uni would have been crowned champions. But we got the game done and dusted and played. And it was a great game. Some really good performances by some of the guys, both with ball and bat. So, um, yeah, and played in great spirit. And then we then we all partied on. And I think we most of the Hills guys ended up at the at the Fringe Festival. So it was a great <laughs> night. <laughs> Tell me a bit about the league. Give us an overview. Five teams, I think, yes. play. Sundays yep. about every second week. 
That's correct, yeah. Well, so we, we kick off normally in about first or second weekend in October. We play right through to Christmas and then finish up um, with a final. Uh, so it's top one and two playoff in the grand final. But the teams, obviously, Hills, Flurio, Adelaide University, Easts, who have won all the, all the premierships in the, in the three or the two, the previous two years. And we have Grange and Brighton as well in the current format. But we are in expansion mode and, and with the Nationals coming to Adelaide, we're looking to try and pick up a couple of extra teams, uh, one from the northern area, um, northern suburbs, and then there's rumours about a Norlunga team and even maybe a Goodwood team coming in as well. And there's some guys over in the Sunraysia Mildura area looking to combine with some some Riverland team as well and, and contribute. So it could go from five to eight to ten teams very quickly. That would be amazing. I remember in my old days playing at Adelaide, we had a relationship with the Mandala Cricket Club and the the Saturday night, finish your day's play on Saturday, drive down to Mandala on a Saturday night, play a game of cricket against Mandala on Sunday over a couple of beers and then travel back on the bus Sunday night was tremendous. I don't know if my body could cope with it in an over 50s format though, Anthony. Oh, look, you, you could. It's it's a great format. There's there's veterans competitions popping up all over Australia. It's it's other than the ladies format of the game, the over fifties and over sixties uh, pathways are, are just going gangbusters. And and we play forty overs per game, and you have to retire at forty, um, and then uh, you maximum overs is eight, and it's all done and dusted. We start at one, finish about five five thirty. And then we normally have a few uh, drinks at the end of the game and socialise and talk about, you know, how good we used to be. <laughs> <laughs> are, are most of your players also playing for clubs on Saturdays? Yes, they are. Look, a, a lot of them do play in the lower grades um, in the Adelaide Turf Cricket Association. There might be one or two maybe still playing in the um, the Premier Sacker comp, but I, I think most of them are playing in, in the Adelaide Turf comp. Uh, look, there's guys... We've got guys travelling from down south, uh, down near Keith, playing um, on a Saturday with their local club and then playing in the over-50s comp for the Hills team. And there's even guys coming from Mildura to play um, with the Hills team. So most most guys are playing more cricket now that they've mm-hmm. you know retired. Um, and, and some of the guys are still playing uh, club cricket in the 60s comp as well. So, yeah, playing, you know, 20-odd games a year, probably more. Let's take a short break to hear from John Mannion at the Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation. The present situation can increase our anxiety, which is completely normal and understandable. To try and reduce some of this anxiety by practicing our breathing or deep muscle relaxation techniques, maybe some mindfulness or even dancing, singing or maybe even yoga. And now back to the show. For those who think that representative cricket has well and truly passed them by, there is an opportunity for your players to go on and represent Australia. Oh, for sure. Look, uh, one of my goals is to try and get a baggy green. Who would have thought at the age of 50 or 55 or whatever it might be that you could still get a chance to to get a baggy green? And we've got a number of SA guys that have already uh, been fortunate enough to get a, a baggy green and you know you play club cricket here in the over 50s comp you get selected to play for South Australia and then you go off to the Nationals and as I said this year they're in Adelaide if, if we can get them up and running and then they have a selection process where you potentially can be selected to play for Australia and uh, we were lucky enough to have Tim Sargent 
from our team, um, our South Australian team, selected to play for Australia again. And he went over to South Africa and played in the World Cup over there. Unfortunately, they got hit by COVID and uh, were shut down after two or three games. And mm. they're, they're the world champions. So, you know, Tim Sargent is a world champion test cricketer for Australia. Wow. Um um, other other players that have gone on and 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 gained Australian selection include Peter Judd, uh, Tim Pallon's got a, an over fifties and an over sixties baggy green, um, and Peter Judd has also got a baggy green in the over fifty. So there's a, there's a few SA guys that have been fortunate enough to be selected for Australia. So it's, it's a it's a great pathway. I'm familiar with all of those names, Anthony, and I can guarantee yeah. that all of them they won't mind me saying it. Complete cricket nuffies. Yeah. <laughs> just bleed yes. for the sport. You mentioned the national championships. They're coming up in Adelaide uh, this year. You said that there are still perhaps a few hurdles to jump through. Are, are you confident with the way that restrictions seem to be easing that you will be able to put together a tournament? And uh, what are some of the, I guess, the hurdles you still have to climb to make sure that goes ahead? Yeah, look, if you asked me a week ago, I'd say that we were going to postpone it. But wow. since I, I was I was looking at it and reading it, like probably many others, that the borders would be the last thing to open. With the restrictions being lifted in late July, um, we're going to make it a final call at the end of July to run the championships, which are around the 24th of November that we'll run them. And look, some of the hurdles that we need to get through, obviously, the presentation dinner, um, you know, we're holding that at the Adelaide Oval in the Ian McLaughlin room, which is a fabulous venue. And, and um, we're, we're branding the whole championships, cricket, the Adelaide or the South Australian experience. And, you know, we're going to take on the, the rooftop walks and the you know tour of the Adelaide Oval scoreboard and the Don Bradman, Sir Donald Bradman Museum. So we'll push all of that. But then we're also going to push for people to stay here and enjoy the Barossa Valley and McLaren Vale and Kangaroo Island and Glenelg and, you know, all the things that are great about South Australia. So we want to promote that total South Australian experience. And New Zealand teams possibly as well? Yes. Yeah, that's an exciting thing that's never occurred. New Zealand currently play in the over-60s nationals. And with everything that's happening in world cricket now with, you know, no international travel and and the bubble potentially being open New Zealand have have reached out to us and they want to bring a minimum of one team will it be their national team we don't know Um, but they want to bring a North Island a South Island and and also another team as well so there's the potential of three Kiwi teams playing in our championships so really exciting and and it can only strengthen the competition Um, and that's what we want to do as a South Australian team as well we want to be very competitive compared to previous years if I redirect us back to the, the state competition for a minute, you talked about your sure. expansion plans there, currently five teams, aiming for as many as eight in the next year or two, which would be amazing. Are you seeing that sort of growth in veteran sport in other sports? Do you have connections with, I don't know, football, netball, tennis, and you're seeing a growth of other veterans competitions? Look, I, I don't know a lot about the other sports. I'm a cricket nuffy, but uh, obviously there's the veterans footy I, I'm, I'm well aware of where I think is it over 40s that they're still playing. Whether there's the growth there, I don't know. I'm only seeing, like, in, in uh, here's an example. In Victoria, there are 60 over 50s teams or thereabouts and the same in the over 60s, and they're massive numbers, um, and I know... Um, when they've had national championships in in the various states that they actually hit it, they have a growth curve of new teams uh, wanting to to be involved because obviously we put the the best 
nationals on it in those states and then they you know they'd bring out people who you know weren't even aware that and and I wasn't aware that nationals or over 50s competitions even existed 12 months ago so it's it's just going gangbusters and you know I've had a bit of a promotion going on our Facebook page over the last couple of weeks and I think I've got about 10 or 15 names already that have inquired to to try and line up with the team. What about guys who have played cricket in the past, perhaps haven't fronted up for 10 or 15 years? I mean, are they going to survive or is the standard a little bit too hot? You need to have been playing for a few years before you elevate yourself into over 50s. No, look, we've got guys of all all types and, and levels and standards playing. Um, you know, they we all can't run. We all can't throw. We can still <laughs> bowl and, 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 and the batters are really quite good, but because we're all physically at the, at the same level, everyone blends in and, and, and everyone gets a bat and every most people get a bowl unless you can't bowl. You know, we, we sub players on and off and, you know, you retire at, at 40 and everyone gets a bat and then, you know, if, if everyone's out, you can come back and finish off your innings and bat on again. So it's more about participation. It's more about the enjoyment of the game and, and then socialising afterwards and, and making new friends and, and acquaintances. So it's great. Really most games, is. sounds like most innings start with a fairly stacked slips cordon. Yes, they are. Yeah, look, no, no one no one likes to chase the ball to the boundary. And that's the other thing. The boundaries are, sh- are shorter, so they're around the 55 metres. So, you know, it makes makes it easier on the body rather than – and there's – I can guarantee you there's not many threes run either. <laughs> it's either it's a, it's either a single or a boundary. <laughs> we have over 50s, over 60s, and we've got a lot of guys in the over 70s category who are playing in the over 60s competition. Is that right? That's that's right. And um, there's actually a guy by the name of Trevor Wise who's tied up with the Brighton club, and he's over 70s, and he still has a game in the over 50s team. That <laughs> and and he just wants to keep playing cricket, but. If you come back to the question about if you haven't played for a while, if you're still playing and you're and you're 40 and 45, keep playing because it is a lot easier on the body if you if you come and play a game and and you're still currently playing. But if you having said that, if you haven't played, we'll still find a spot for you. Anthony, just very quickly, you mentioned your Facebook page. Just give us the details yes. of where we can find information on South Australian Veterans Cricket Association. Yeah, look, it's really quite simple. South Australian Veterans Cricket Association. If you type that in on Facebook, you'll find all the information there. And there, are, uh, if if there's no contact details there, if you reach out and, and send a message uh, via Facebook, um, I'll reply to that and put you in contact with the club that's nearest to you. Is Greg Quinn still sledging people from behind the stumps? Uh, look, Quinn, he's, he's actually the Australian wicketkeeper. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, so, and. Yeah, so he, he still sledges. Uh, he's actually a, a, a person that I've become friends with over the last probably 12 months, and um, he's very passionate about his cricket and veterans cricket. He actually tends not to wicket-keep anymore in the club cricket. He stands at short cover and just barks orders all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the true greats of uh, South Australian cricket. Absolutely love him, of course, from the great Port Adelaide Quinn family yeah. as well. Uh, Anthony, so great to chat. We're thrilled to hear that it's a bit of an underground movement, maybe, veteran sport. You're leading the way with cricket. We appreciate your time today at Hooked on Sport. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Cheers. Hi, I'm Bruce McAvaney, and you're listening to Hooked on Sport. So if you're driving around on a Sunday afternoon and you spot a field full of slow-moving cricketers, you can be pretty confident Anthony Telfer is responsible for getting the match started. He's doing an outstanding job. 
So that's the Gently Run single to long off on episode 25. Thanks for listening. As always, our gratitude to Sport SA and the Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation with support from Business SA and SA Health. Hooked on Sport is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so feel free to shoot us a note and say good day. Thanks to Ben Watson, who wrote the, and recorded the musical intro to Hooked on Sport, and also to the show's producers, Wallace Long and Desiree McMahon. We'll see you soon for episode 25, real soon, at Hooked on Sport. 